conversation. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to In Conversation with myself Yasmina Peterson and this is going to be a quite interesting conversation because in studio I do have with me members of Muslim Hands being Nazir Vadia and he's the event uh, the media coordinator as well as Mr. Hashim Nasruddin and he's the events coordinator and also we're looking at uh, Sadia Ablason or Absalon and she's going to be first time participant I'm going to be telling you a bit more as to first-time participant as to what this is going to be all about. And then we also have a last-year participant, and that is none other than Farhan Suleiman. Assalamu alaikum to all of you. Shukran so much for joining me in studio. And this is going to be an interesting conversation. I think that we can maybe kick off with regards to Muslim hands and just a, be a, a basic brief as to Muslim hands and what they are all about, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Um, I'm Nazir, the media coordinator from Muslim Hands. And Muslim Hands, we're an international and locally registered NGO. We were established in 1993, um, opened an office in South Africa in 1996, and we've been doing our work since then. we all over the world uh, in 27 countries in Africa, and we do the traditional charity work, zakat, qurbani, uh, lillah, sadaqah, all of that. But we also have a unique approach to fundraising, which is what today's about. And that is we, we create events uh, that people can take part in while also fundraising. So today's one, we've got stuff like um, trek to Great Wall of China. Uh, we did paragliding last year. We might do skydiving this year, wow. stuff like that. But one of our big ones, our main ones, uh, which Brother Hashim will tell you more about, is Kilimanjaro. So this is our eighth trip to Kilimanjaro. We used to do it every two years. And because of the popularity, we've now made it every year. Mm-hmm. And you can actually get the chance, a once-in-a-lifetime chance, to trek the highest mountain in Africa while also raising funds for the orphans of sub-Saharan Africa. And it's a good cause, and we're giving you an opportunity uh, to do something you probably never get the chance to do. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That is the voice of uh, Nazir Vadia. And like you have said, Nazir, you said that you have been doing this every two years, but now because of the popularity, it's now going to be like... W- each year that you're doing uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. So I think that yeah, I can turn some focus to uh, Mr. Hashim here in studio with regards to the event coordinator. This is the eighth climb to Mount Kilimanjaro. And what was some of the response I get like with regards to doing this event? You've done this event before. What was some of the response in which you got from previous years of doing Mount Kilimanjaro? Um, it's every year is basically different. Um, Last year it was decided to do it at peak period, which is August. And mm. in the past we used to do it in December, which is actually, although it's on equator, it's a winter period. And uh, there's a lot of snow and the temperature goes down to minus 25 degrees in December. Yes. Um, last year I think it went down to about minus 15 degrees, which is not so bad. And it's quite clear um, and it makes it a lot easier. So we opted again to go this year in August to make it easier for all of us uh, that are participating again. But Namastashim, looking at you being the event coordinator, you've probably coordinated this in the previous years and so on, isn't it? Uh, most of the organization is done through the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where our head office you know, is. Um, and then from here, you know, from Cape Town, we coordinate here. 
uh, we put it on the radio, we put it in the Muslim views, and that is how we actually get participants, you know, to partake in it. Okay, do you also partake in it yourself, or uh, are you just coordinating this? No, I also this? partake in it myself as well. Wow, beautiful. And what were some of, I'd say, some of the, sometimes when you go onto an event, whether it is any type of event, you kind of learn something about yourself and you kind of challenge your inner fear and so forth. Is there anything in which you learn from coordinating this event as well as participating in it? It teaches you a lot about yourself because even though you're in a group of 20 or so, you know, there are times when you are totally alone um, and you reflect on your life and you make it harder, you, you know, whatever comes to mind. Um, and this is the, the beauty of it because you're out there in open which is Allah's nature that's given to you and you reflect a lot on your past and what you want to do you know going mm -hmm. forward as well and also um, what carries you through is before we start climbing we go to a little village called Shekhareni village mm -hmm. uh, where Muslim has got a project there with orphans and madrasa and building a masjid and we meet with those orphans before we start climbing so every time you feel you know a little bit down and things like that you actually see these orphans and i think Farhan can back me up on that and you say i know why i'm doing it these orphans are carrying me through wow that is beautiful now Farhan, i wanted to some focus you before i head on to on to sadia and you were last year's participant so speak to us more on your experience that you have had yeah, for me, um, it's the unique experience that Nazir refers to that actually attracted to me, me to this event. Um, the general vol volunteering of your time and, and, and um, offering your services wasn't something that really appealed to me. But uh, doing a trek and raising funds thereby certainly uh, had an appeal that um, I've been looking for for, for many years. Um, it certainly is a challenge and it's an inspirational challenge to push yourself to such an extent where, um, to, to reach the top of the mountain and um, it is the children of this of this village Chikarini that actually inspire you and pushes you through all the, the trials and tribulations um, it's a fantastic experience and uh, six months down the line the only thing that my memories put to my face is one broad smile Wow, that's amazing. So this is going to be from the 2nd to the 12th of August, if I'm not mistaken, this climb. So, so with regards to that, is that the time period as to how people have long in terms of registration? How do they go about in terms of wanting to be part of the event? Well, registration already opened last year. When we came back uh, last year, there was already a group of 10 people that has registered to participate. And uh, from that group, uh, they brought some family members along. Um, so at the moment we've got 20 people from South Africa that's participating and the maximum that we are allowed to do is to, to take with from South Africa is 25. So we only got five places open at this stage. Oh my word. So then people, if you are interested, then definitely you have to give Muslim hands a call at their offices. We will be giving the details a little bit later as we progress to the program, inshallah. Only five places left. If you have always been dreaming of wanting to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, then now can be the time. Naziri wanted to say something. Just to touch on what Brother Hashim said, he is correct. We only have five spaces left. <laughs> uh, so to the listeners who do want to to join up. I just wanted to explain to them so a 5,000 rand deposit will secure your place on the trip and then after that you're required to fundraise the other 40,000. But we give you all the support you need, official documentation, you can do it through uh, corporate sponsorship, 
Uh, we have the group now that are doing events to raise funds. Uh, it's all for a good cause, so I see the people out there are helping these uh, the active participants get that dream of climbing Kilimanjaro. And for the other listeners who just want to sponsor to the cause, or even to a, a person trying to get up, which Sadia will touch on, uh, you can go to our website and we'll give details later on how you can get that done. Mm. Just hopping on the point where Mr. Nazir mentioned with regards to giving all the support that you need regarding climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, I want to delve a little bit deep for those of people who actually went according to climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and those who have a fear for heights. Have there ever been something which you have experience where people would say get a little and think you know what I can't do this I really can't do this but I really do also want to do this look height is not a problem because it's a six-day trip you know mm-hmm. the climb is actually six days basically four days up and two days down okay um, we do about a thousand meters a day um, oh, and, and it stretches from between 8 to 13 kilometers so it is not a steep incline except for the the evening that you summit, uh, where we're going basically st- almost straight up, which is something similar to Platteglub Gorge, mm-hmm. where we go zigzag to the top, and that's also about 800 meters. Um, that's only, and it's not really steep. Uh, you know, it's yeah. You, so, so and you're doing those. it at night, 12 o'clock at night, um, so you can't actually see the height that you're doing. You're just following the the footsteps in front of you, and that helps you along all the way that's amazing so for those who are going to be doing this for the first time for you that are beginners listener if you want to do this indefinitely do join in and do sign up with regards to climbing the eighth climb to mount kilimanjaro and now i'm going to be turning some focus to first time participant being sadia absalon sadia assalamu alaikum how are you salam alhamdulillah alhamdulillah sadia you're the first time participant so you did a trek last year if I'm not mistaken or not. No, this will be my first one. This will be your first one. So what really inspired you to actually do this this year? Look, for me, I've always enjoyed a good challenge. And um, Kilimanjaro has always been something I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But it was something that it was like one day, someday, you know. Yes. But then obviously with Muslimans, coming across it with Muslimans, I realized that, you know what, it's actually more reachable than what I thought and achievable than what I thought it would be. Okay. So... Obviously now the opportunity is here, and um, so now I decided, you know what, this is it. But for me, the biggest uh, drive behind it is uh, the children, you know, knowing that I'm taking on this challenge, but I'm also doing it, and um, by making a difference in, in somebody else's life. So for me, that's the biggest thing, and it adds more purpose to the challenge. Mm. It also adds more value also, because if you're looking at the, the less privileged, and you're actually raising funds in terms of helping little children, and you yourself that are doing this. So Nasaria, are you feeling nervous? What is your expectations? The um, time is drawing closer. Yeah. It's basically around the corner, you'd say, because the year is going so fast. This well, is we it, started, eh? Well, uh, <laughs> we started training, and... Um, yeah, the legs will work a bit wobbly after the first <laughs> training session, but uh, yeah, we'll keep going and Uncle Hashim will keep us um, moving. Okay, will it only be yourself or is it going to be family members of no, yours that are also going myself. to be signing up? Just yourself. Now, Uncle Hashim, are you also assisting regarding the training before the participants do the Mount Kilimanjaro? Um, yes, uh, previously I used to go as a fundraiser. Last year I was asked to go as an assistant uh, with Muslim men you know, to help people up. And I looked at it from a different viewpoint, so it wasn't myself I'm looking after, I'm looking after other people. And I realized that 
a lot of people they go to gym, they cycle, they run, you know, um, but training for Kilimanjaro is totally different. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, we cannot train for the altitude here in South Africa, so there's no guarantee that the altitude is not going to affect you. What I've actually done, I've set up a program, we started five weeks ago, this week will be our sixth uh, a training session that we'll be doing and I'm taking them out to spend five to six hours on their feet you know going up hills and down hills like that um, sometimes the two weeks ago we did 20 kilometers you know just to stay on our feet for five hours and this is basically what you're going to go through every single day you know six days in a row when you do Kilimanjaro so that is part of the training program because I don't want people to suffer and struggle the way that some of them did last year Beautiful. Now, with regards to only having a little bit of time left, the finer details as to how people can participate and also the contact details for those wanting to sign up now. There's only five, five spots left. Five spots left. So what is the criteria? Do they log on to a website, yeah. fill in application forms? Speak to us more on that. Okay, so uh, they can go onto the Muslim Man's uh, website and um, there is a, an event that's um, created, which is Kilimanjaro. They can go and register there. Once the registration is done, then, you know, we can do the deposits and then once the deposit is done, you get your registration back um, where you can now start going out and doing your fundraising. Or alternatively, they can contact us on um, Muslim Man's and the number is 21 633 Okay, that is 021-633-6413. I so said there's also banking details, so can they do this via EFT as well? Yes, or it's all on our website, or they can call the officers to get it. Is there any criteria in terms of the age groups in which you need to be yeah, we, to, to sign up? Yeah, we prefer everybody to be over 18 years old. Um, unless they are accompanied by a parent, uh, you know, then it's, then it's fine. But obviously they've they're also going to be, both of them going to be very fit, you mm -hmm. know, father and son or father and daughter, whoever's going to participate. But just on, once the people have uh, registered online, um, I get sent through the details and I phone all the participants because there's not enough Im information for them to get on. Mm -hmm. So then I start working with them, you know, and, and they start asking questions. I've even to the extent drawn up a frequently asked questions, you know, mm -hmm. um, that people have, that's come up, you know, in the last, you know, I send it to everybody that's registered at this moment. Mm. Just one, one question, what were one of the frequently asked questions that you'd normally get? First of all, people want to know vaccinations because yes. you're in Africa. Yes. And you need hepatitis A. Mm -hmm. the, uh, we don't require a visa. So if you're South African passport holder, you don't require a visa. You know, those are some of the type of questions. Um, the medical kit, do they, what medicines do they need to take with, you know, and so on. Um, and it's also the extra money that they require. Um, also, there are some people that once they've completed the climb, they want to maybe go on a different safari or they mm -hmm. want to go to Zanzibar because we're so close to Zanzibar. So those are the, the type of questions that come, what do they need to do? You know, so I supply them information and uh, when we need to do that, know that, so we can make the necessary travel arrangements as well. Okay, excellent. And also you said that the age, they need to be older than 18 years and they also need to be fit. So, for yeah. example... For example, if someone is at the age of 50, but they are fit, mm -hmm. they would be able to if, participate? If the, if the parent is with him, we're not going to take the responsibility of handling you know, a youngster on his mm -hmm. own. Mm -hmm. uh, the parent's got to be with. 
if, if I could just touch on the, the older people, mm -hmm. then we, we actually are getting a few inquiries from uh, people that are 50 and around there. And uh, have we spoken to Brother Hashim? If he can see through the training itself that they will manage, then we have no issue with that. We haven't had any incidents uh, with the older participants. And if you go onto the website, you'll see uh, the pictures and stuff. We've had people from all ages, over 18. Uh, uh, and all genders, and it's a mixed group, and I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip that I hope to go on myself soon, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. Any last words from your side we, well, before ending of the program, Just look inshallah? at the age group. There's a 60-year-old gentleman that is registered for Peter Meritzburg. I had a couple of discussions with him. He keeps on running regularly on questions. Um, so, and he's very, very keen uh, to go. So it's just one or two things that he needs to sort out before he finalizes all his arrangements. So, you know, age, it's not such a big problem. They say on Kilimanjaro, the older you are, the better chance you are of reaching the summit. Beautiful. And it's actually quite strange. <laughs> Beautiful. And from your side, Sadia? From my side, it, I'm just uh, making appeal to everyone out there that's listening to us. Um, everyone, uh, firstly, you can go onto our website, which is muslimhands.org. For more information about it but um, with our participants in Cape Town we are about 17 I think so if anybody approaches you for donations please guys you know it's for a good cause um, we all have the kids at art so thank so much for that study for hand from your side lastly before we end off any last words which you want to give to those that are going to be participating and also seeing that you have participated what are some of the inspirational that words that you can give well, um, I participated in one of the training hikes uh, the past weekend, and on this hike, uh, I was so close to signing up again. <laughs> so uh, it's something I certainly recommend to anybody. It's a, uh, a once-in-a-lifetime experience, not something you can uh, in experience anywhere else in the world besides high altitude, and it's not something you can explain to anybody as well. Um, if you're into, into hiking, it certainly is the, the thing to do, and if you can climb Table Mountain, there's no reason why you can't do Kilimanjaro. I think the youngest person to do Kilimanjaro is seven years old, yeah. mm -hmm. and the oldest is 84, I think. That's really inspirational, and so really setting the bar high. Yeah. <laughs> It's open to all ages and nothing should stop you. Yeah, shukran so much. The voices they are Farhan Suleiman as well as Sadia Absalon and also not forgetting Hashim Nasruddin as well as the media coordinator Nazir Varia from Muslim Hands. Shukran so much and I wish you all of the best for this trip, inshallah. Thank you for talking to us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.